What has words but never speaks? A book. Also acceptable, a dictionary. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Starting Sustainability, episode 62. I'm your host, Kaylin Chenoweth. I had to record this episode early because at the time of airing, right now, currently, I'm in Texas visiting my in-laws. We normally go for Christmas week, but my husband was on call this year, so we had to delay our vacation until now. I'll have to let you know how it all went next week and give you the a bigger twice as long catch up with Kaylin segment then. But for now, we'll just speed on through and go straight to the main topic of the day. In episode 60, we learned about Daconomy's carbon emission calculator with Michael Callis. And today I have another tech invention to assist with your New Year's resolutions and making more informed decisions when it comes to shopping sustainably. Please listen in on my interview with Austin Sachs from Ethic. Now that the holiday whirlwind has died down and the New Year's resolutions have set in, I have a special guest here today to help us meet our sustainable goals. Since the pandemic has spoiled everyone with online ordering and takeout, using websites like Uber Eats, DoorDash, and Deliveroo have also skyrocketed. Austin Sachs has been hard at work with a web browser extension called Ethic to help you shop ethically. Say hello, Austin. Hello. Thank you for having me on. Austin, can you tell us about yourself and how you got started with this project? Yeah. So a couple of years ago, you know, I'll, I'll get back to my, like how I got into environmental work. You know, I, I would say I was someone who didn't really care, you know, as bad as that sounds, maybe, you know, four years ago to me, recycling was all I kind of did, you know, the earth mattered, but I, I wasn't really taking an active stance to it. And then Standing Rock kind of happened, I, you know, for a lot of people um, that kind of was the change, you know, it wasn't because of the environmental issues at first, but more just seeing people, native people having their land abused. It just like, it rose something in me that I hadn't seen before. I was like, this can't be, you know, this can't be, why is this happening? And as I learned more about it, I was like, why is the, you know, the environment is really important. And what are we doing? What are we doing financially is really where I came into this. Um, I've been a numbers person my entire life. I'm an accountant. Um, I love finance. That's where I've come from. And so I got into the environmental movement doing divestment work, trying to figure, okay, how can I make sure my money, whether it's in my bank or it's an investment account is aligned with my actual values. It's not just going to a fossil fuel project. It's actually going to sustainable investment, or at least it's not, you know, it's going to things that I want to be valuing. Maybe it's not not just sustainable investment, but it's um, small, you know, housing for low income individuals. You know, what can I do with my money? And it led me to this further question. This is kind of where ethic came from is, you know, it's, really, it's hard to find this information. You know, when I was doing this work in divestment, I was like, okay, how's my bank good? And I was looking around and you're going from website to website. I was like, okay, this says this, this says this. And if you had a small bank, it was really impossible to find that information. And then I thought what the same thing with our products, you know, my laundry detergent, my shampoo, the restaurants I eat at, the college I went to, you know, why is it so difficult to find that these businesses we interact with on a daily basis are sustainable or not. I mean, the information's out there. I mean, I think there are a lot of great organizations, great people like this podcast helping share that, you know, advice. And I was like, why can't this be simpler? Why can't I just go where I normally go? You know, if I'm looking for a restaurant, why can't I, you know, to do takeout, why can't I go to Uber Eats and it's there? Why do I have to go to three different websites and then go back to Uber Eats? Why can't it all be in one place? And so I was thinking the way I did divestment work, putting all this information together and sharing it, I can do the same thing with sustainable shopping or sustainable restaurants and colleges 
by taking and making a browser extension. So this way, when you load up Uber Eats, DoorDash, OpenTable, I mean, we are now compatible on, you know, 30, 40 websites. It's there. That information you're looking for about sustainable restaurants is there. And you don't have to do all that research yourself. It's been compiled and it makes the process a whole lot easier. It makes it easier to be sustainable. I think I find it so paradoxical that it's easy to like be financially savvy. You know, you can find the price of any item or you can get a good product, but why can't we do the same thing with sustainability? It should just be as easy to find a cheap, you know, a good restaurant, not a cheap restaurant, but a good restaurant as it is to find a sustainable restaurant. These shouldn't be difficult. And so that's kind of where ethic came from is let's make that process as easy for everybody else so that the struggles I had never have to be experienced again. It's the kind of the way we've built it out. Um, So we launched it about Two years ago, we've learned a lot since we've launched it. It's changed a lot. We actually relaunched it. We've changed it. The idea, we changed the name to Ethic, making it easy to shop sustainably. Um, And so that's where this all came from is how easy can it be to shop sustainably? It should be just as easy as shopping financially savvy or looking for the best product out there. And so let's clarify a couple of things for the listeners. If they want to find Ethic, it is E-T-H-Y-K. So it's got a variation on the spelling. Is there reasoning behind that? We took the tech company approach, you know, Lyft is L-Y-F-T instead of L-I-F-T. So ethic instead of E-T-H-I-C is E-T-H-Y-K. Ethic makes sense. It's ethical shopping. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Okay. And so ethic is not an app. It's actually a web browser extension, which before we even started this interview, Austin had to crash course me on what the heck that was. And so I'm going to ask you to do that again for our listeners and fill us in on what exactly a web browser extension is? I'm going to compare it to like an app for your phone. You know, when you buy your phone, you can call and text with it really. But then if you install an app, you can shop on it. You can look up restaurant reviews the way the same. So the browser extension kind of works the same way with your browser. Once you install it, it makes the browser more useful. So you might've heard some big names like Honey, which is, or Rakuten, which are coupon discount browser extensions. So this way, when you load up a website to go purchase something online, it looks for coupon codes. You can save some money. Or you might have heard, you know, Grammarly does one, so it checks your grammar before you make a social media post on your on your laptop. Um, so the idea is we work behind the scenes. You know, you're never going to actually have to load up Ethic. It will always be there working for you on the websites we're compatible with, but it will improve your browsing experience so that you can see this information we've compiled together wherever you go on the internet. Okay, so I'm familiar with Rakuten, formerly known as Ebates, but I still had to go to the Ebates website and sign up, create an account, and then download the browser extension. But now every single time that I hop onto Google Chrome, because that's the browser that I was using, so that's the browser that the extension is on, every time I hop on there and go to Target or Walmart or Amazon, it'll automatically, when I go to check out, the Rakuten web extension will pop up and say, would you like us to search for coupons? And then I click, yes, I do. (laughs) So is it the same thing here? How do we get the Ethic web browser extension onto our web browsers? If you go to ethic.org and you click on the browser you use. um, So we're really mostly compatible on what we call Chromium engines, which is engines that look like Google Chrome. Um, So that's Google Chrome, Brave and Vivaldi. And there's a few others out there. You go to that website, you click on the browser you're using, it will take you to the website to install it. You click install, you say, yes, I want to install this, and then you're good to go. Um, We don't have an account system. Um, We're really, I think while we're wanting to promote sustainability also, we really believe in data privacy. I think one of the biggest things as I've gotten into the tech world is how much data has become abused. And so you don't even have to, you know, we don't collect personal information on you. And so it's really easy to use. There's no account information. You just log, you know, you install it and it's already going to work for you right away. Oh, I like that you're not collecting all my personal information. Thank you. 
I wish more companies were like that, hoping that one of us, you know, a few of us move that direction more, will go that direction, you know, kind of build that market pressure. Because the truth is, I feel like it's an invasion of privacy. You know, what I do on the internet shouldn't be mined and then sold to other companies. It should be my property and I should have the right to do with it what I want to do. So we believe in that, you know, that data privacy is just as important as sustainability for us. Ah, you're sustainably ethical and you're morally ethical. You mentioned that this works on Google Chrome, which is a very popular web browser. What about Safari or Mozilla Firefox? Does it work on those either? So we eventually want to build out for Safari, but we are currently not compatible there. Uh, We are compatible on Firefox, but it is an older version. The way browsers work, they're a little bit different here and there. um, And so it creates some challenges for us as a team to build it out. So we really are focusing right on the Chrome because it is the biggest browser um, browser out there. But we are available on Firefox in in an older version. And the goal eventually is to be available on any browser you have. So whether it's Chrome, Safari, Internet Explorer, if you're using that, or I think it's Internet Edge, it's Edge now. You know, our goal is to be everywhere. At this current moment, it's Chrome-based, but, you know, we do want to eventually make it possible that no matter how you use the Internet, we're available for you. Perfect. And just like with any company, any project that you have, you have to start small and then work your way bigger. So that's, you're in the process of building. That's fantastic. So tell us a little bit more about this. When I go to Uber Eats, DoorDash, and Deliveroo. So if we go to those websites, this will pop up. Are there other websites that that we can see this in? So there is a list of some of the websites on our website of what we're compatible with. To give an understanding, you know, we currently work mainly with colleges and restaurants to certify sustainably. So the websites we work with are therefore based upon that. So if you go to Target or Amazon or wherever you shop online, it's not going to work there. But if you go to, yeah, Uber Eats, Grubhub, wherever, I mean, I think we are now on almost every delivery website there is. Um, I've done a lot of searching to find them so we can make sure every single one of our users has the one they like. Um, But we're also available on places like U.S. News College Ratings. So if, you know, you're looking to find a college or you're looking to go back to school, you can find a sustainable college. We're also, also on job boards. My thought process was, I shouldn't just be able to shop sustainable products. I should be able to figure out the company I want to work for is sustainable. So if you go to Indeed, Monster, LinkedIn to look for a job, we also work there. Goal is, you know, you should be able to be sustainable in the way you live your life, no matter what website you're on. We have, I think, as I said, about 30 to 40. Um, we don't, I don't want to list them all out right now, just because I think that'd be a little wordy. But basically our goal right now is, you know, making sure we can get any college website you've ever gone to. And if there's a website we're not compatible with that you use all the time, we'd love for you to reach out to us and say, hey, this is my favorite website. Can you make it compatible? You know, it doesn't take us that long to build out new websites now. It's more just, I know where I browse the internet, but I don't know where you do. So we need that user feedback of this is the website I want this to work on. This is where I look for restaurants or this is where I look for jobs and such. So, you know, we're always soliciting user feedback of where do we go next? Right now, you've currently got it going for food delivery services, college and universities, as in like just attending the college and university, not food and delivery systems on the colleges, just attending them. Actually, so one of, so, uh, you know, we can get into this more, but we work with partners to do our certification. So we don't do it ourselves. And actually one of our partners does a lot of work um, certifying college campus cafeterias and restaurants actually. So, so while the rest, you know, the university might also be certified, the actual dining halls at that university could also be sustainable or non-sustainable. Oh, okay, cool. And then the other one is job boards. Okay. So when it comes to everyday products that people need to purchase like household items is that something that you're working towards we are in conversations with a partner right now as i said we, you know we work with third-party organizations to do the certifications and so this and the reason we do that is because we want the best um 
I, I realized I can't do that as much as I'm trying to build out the browser extension. That's technology related. If I was trying to do the certifications as well, the product wouldn't be as good. So we work with other organizations that have great histories of doing this. And we are in conversations with one to bring on things like coffee and shampoo and you know other personal care products, also financial advisors. We're looking into a partner that does entertainment. So you can make sure if, you know, if you're going to binge an episode tonight of whatever it may be, um, you can actually say, was this produced sustainably or was this not produced sustainably? You know, the goal is that, you know, we're looking at lots of partners right now. Currently, you know, we've really focused on restaurants and colleges first. We're looking to expand basically to every industry and every product that you might use. That is awesome. That is a very, very big task. I anticipate that that's going to take some time. <laughs> <laughs> you said you started this a year ago? So the project started two years ago. It looked a whole lot different two years ago than it did a year ago. So I, I really look at it as there was the first trial phase and I learned a lot from it and we kind of scrapped the project and then rebuilt. Um, so, but yeah, we started, so the new project ethic I said started about a year ago. We took some user feedback saying, you know, the first one actually, one of the big reasons we changed is it was based upon a numeric system. As I said, I love numbers. So I thought, oh, a scale of one to five would be perfect. And then I realized most people are more like, is this sustainable? Is this not? One to five is great, but I'm already seeing enough numbers. Can it just, you know, can you give me a badge? And so that was the big change. And it's also when we did that, we said, we're not doing it ourselves anymore. And we started working with partners. So yeah, about a year ago, we launched again with Ethic, now the new name, and specifically working with partners and not doing it ourselves, just doing the certification work. Okay. So getting back to your partners, especially the food delivery systems, I had a question about if it's really judging and supporting the big restaurants like McDonald's, Taco Bell, Arby's, or is it able to certify or give you a sustainable rating for a lot of the struggling local mom and pop type restaurants? I will actually say that it focuses more on the local mom and pop more than the big chains. Oh, good. One of the big things we do, we want to make sure that what we're promoting is sustainable and not greenwashing. Unfortunately, because of the benefit of saying you're sustainable helps the business, there's become greenwashing organizations that say, oh, this is sustainable, where they don't really take into account the real, you know, real sustainability. It's just, is this good enough? And so the partners we work a lot, you know, so they do certify some bigger chains. Um, you know, I'm not going to say they're not, ex you know, not included there, but they have a lot of times worked with smaller restaurants that are, so your mom and pop, your local restaurants, you actually will more likely find them to be with your local restaurants with, than the big chains. There are a few big chains. One of our partners, the Sustainable Restaurant Association in the United Kingdom does a lot of work both with small local restaurants and big chains. So there you'll see more of that, but the ones in the United States and in in Canada more work with local restaurants and smaller businesses. So you mentioned this is also available in the UK and Canada. Is this applicable everywhere in the world? So the beauty of technology is that anyone can install it from any country as long as you have access to Google Chrome or whatever browser we're on. The one downside to that is with, when we work with partners, if we don't have a partner in that country, while well, you could install it, you're not going to actually see any sustainable businesses. Um, we do have a simple feature. So when you install the extension and you open up a new tab, you always get this beautiful picture, um, this beautiful landscape. You'll get some sustainability tips and such. This way, at least the browser extension works for you if we're not technically working in your country. But I can say we have restaurants in South Africa, the UK, I'm trying to think of all of them right now, Canada, Mexico. We have colleges in like Saudi Arabia. I mean, basically, you know, certain our biggest countries are the UK, Canada, and the US. So if you're looking to likely to find a business, those are the best places. But the goal is eventually that this works anywhere. You know, you know, while we might be a US-based organization, it shouldn't be just that US, you know, people who are in the US have the ability to shop sustainability. It, it should be wherever. So we're making sure we find partners that are all across the globe. So we're currently focusing on those three main countries, but we do have partners 
partners that have restaurants in other locations or colleges in other locations. Um, and we are working on creating our own internal database to share with people. So you could go onto our website and say, okay, this is my country. Is there any sustainable businesses here on there? This way you don't have to just make the guesswork. We'll actually show you. Um, we're hoping to launch that in January, 2021, um, this database. So you could look there as well as using the browser extension. Perfect. So when it comes to ethic and it's rating, if it's sustainable or not, how does it rate? What's the scale to measure if something is or is not sustainable? Yeah. So I, I won't be able to give you the full explanation. Again, we don't do this work because I realized I'm not that I'm, I'm good, but I'm not as amazing as others are at this. Um, so I'm going to kind of explain what our partners do, try to explain what they are. So our, our three main sustainability partners, um, I'm trying to, our four, there's four sustainability partners. I want to make sure I mention all of them. They are great organizations. Um, as much as you're looking into ethic, I would say look into them if they're in your country. So there's LEAF, which is the Leaders and Environment, I'm making sure I get their acronyms right, Leaders and Environmentally Accountable Food Service in Canada. There is ACI, which is the Association for Advancement of Sustainability in Higher Education. There is the Green Restaurant Association, which is the U.S.-based organization. And then there's the Sustainable Restaurant Association, which is the U.K. one. Um, and so they've done this work. I mean, most of these have decades of experience. But what they do is, I mean, they create large surveys kind of in the way of thinking, okay, what are your business practices and do they meet these criteria? And so if you meet this criteria, you get a point or two or whatever it is on their system. So some of these criteria, this is from the Sustainable Restaurant Association, is we use 100% meat produced in our country. We promote local seasonal produce on the menu. We only use responsibly sourced palm oil. And then if you look at from the Green Restaurant Association and they look into building materials, are the tables sustainably sourced? Um, is the water, you know, what does water usage look like? They even have in there, do you offer subsidized public transportation for your employees? You know, when we talk about sustainability, they are looking at this very broad spectrum of everything. It's not just, is the food sustainably sourced? Is the way it's produced sustainably sourced? Is the materials in the restaurants the same as sourced for? Or if it's a university, what does their endowment look like? How are they investing that money? Um, these are really, this is why I love these organizations is they're not trying to hide behind, oh, this looks good enough. This is really detailed. You can go onto their websites and find their surveys. They make sure everything's transparent, which is, I think, one of the most important things is we're not the ones saying how sustainable it is. They're saying this is our criteria. You can look, you can even, some of these will even find, okay, this is how they answered that question. Um, so you can even say what it was. And so they rate them on a scale and then they choose, okay, is it a level one sustainable? So it's not even just, is it sustainable or not, or to what level they are. So you can see, you know, there's a restaurant that is net zero waste gets more praise in a way than one that is trying. Both need praise, but this way, those who are going zero waste get the recognition they deserve. Um, so it's really complex and I don't want to go into the details because that could get a little bit boring, I think. Um, but it's some amazing work these organizations do. So I really encourage any of your listeners to look up these organizations and look at their ratings and how they determine them because it is definitely not greenwashing when you look at what they're asking their restaurants or colleges to do. Okay, so one more time, can you tell us what the four organizations are? Yes. So our four organizations are the Green Restaurant Association, which is mainly in the U.S., but has a few restaurants in Canada. The LEAF organization, which is the Leaders in Environmentally Accountable Food Service in Canada. The Sustainable Restaurant Association, which is in the United Kingdom and a few other countries across in the world. And then ACI, which is the Association for the Advancement of Sustainability and Higher Education. They're great organizations. Um, if you go onto our website, we have them all linked there so you can find them and, you know, what they do. I just, I want to say, you know, I, I, as much as it praises I can say for them, just look at what they do and you'll be I mean, amazed at the work that's out there. I think one of the things I learned when I started doing this is like, 
I didn't know this existed. I didn't know all these organizations were out there. I didn't know there was an organization doing these, you know, raiding colleges or raiding restaurants or raiding entertainment for that matter. All this great work that's happening. And that's kind of what we're trying to do is we brought them into one tent and use technology, make it even more accessible for you. We're in conversations with more and the hope is, you know, we can basically, as I said, bring sustainability to every industry with our tool. I mentioned four, there are a lot of great organizations out there. We don't disclose who we're in conversations with just for privacy there, but we, we can't wait to launch those partnerships when it does become official. I'm really, really excited for you because this is going to be phenomenal. <laughs> it's going to make it so easy to find all this information. You don't realize how tricky it is to find it. That's why I started this podcast because I couldn't find information and it was really tough to find what I was looking for. And I just wanted to know what else can I do other than recycle? <laughs> that was my <laughs> one simple question. And I was getting compostable toilets and building your own generators. And I was like, that's not what I want. I just want to get very simple information. How can I find this? Why is it so hard to answer this question? So really mad props to you and your team. You guys are taking on quite a big task and making it so much easier for everybody else. Well, it is great to hear that support. I mean, sometimes it feels like, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, I found a new organization. It's like, I'm just continuing to find it, but it's, it is kind of amazing. Just like I found all these amazing podcasts on sustainability. As, as I mentioned, when I first talked with you, I listen to podcasts when I run and it's uh, the amount of resources that out there is amazing. The goal is to try to get them as easy to listen to and use. And that's, you know, you're doing that with your podcast, making it, oh yeah, I can just listen to it while I'm running. I can get this information or with our browser extension, you just go wherever you are and there that information is. Um, so thank you for that support. It's definitely, it makes it easier when, you know, when we're working through this, making sure, yeah, our users do enjoy this. People are interested and actually excited about having a tool that makes it easy to shop sustainably. Amazon has recently launched the climate friendly pledge. When you go to Amazon and look up different items, it'll pull up like a little badge that says this item is climate friendly and it helps you as an Amazon shopper find a more sustainable item. Do you feel that you guys could partner with that or do you kind of feel that as a threat? So, I mean, I don't see it as a threat. I think one of the things I've told my team, I've told everyone I've talked with is that the end goal, we're a nonprofit. So the goal isn't for me to make lots of money off of this. My goal is to make sustainable shopping easy. If Amazon wants to do it themselves and it kind of erodes our market, yes, I'm going to be a little bit upset. But at the end of the day, we've won. That's the goal to make shopping sustainably easy. And so I really, you know, I want to give props to Amazon. They have a lot of things where climate change and a lot of practices that aren't ethical, but they are trying to make some changes here or there. So I'm going to say, you know, I can't give a definitive answer if that's good or not. I can say they're trying. And I'm going to say, thank, you know, we have to congratulate big companies who are making that move. Just like we need to dine at restaurants that are being sustainable. We need to applaud those efforts so they realize, yes, this is a good business decision. It's not just good for the planet. It's good for my, my business. That's the goal is aligning profit incentives with sustainable incentives. They shouldn't be out of line. So, you know, I, I don't want to ding on Amazon. There's plenty of things I don't like about Amazon. So I'm not giving them a glowing review, but I want to say, yes, this is the movement. I think this is the truth of our movement has done this, but also the fact is browser extensions like us are kind of making this a reality. But the reason why I'd say use ethic and this maybe is because one, you get two sources and it's already there, but we work on more than just one website. So like with Amazon, you also, what if you shopped at target.com or whatever website you are, you know, or you're shopping on a local shop, you know, a local website, we're going to work there instead, you know, with Amazon, they're only going to work on amazon.com. I'm going to try to give a few like tidbits here. Basically, I think it's great, but always take, when it comes from a corporation, always make sure you're questioning, is it greenwashing or not? Um, they're working with third parties, which is what we should be looking for. So maybe it's great. Um, but we're going to work on Amazon no matter what, whether they have it or not. We want to build our extension to work there as well. 
Um, and if, you know, one day Amazon reaches out to us, I will definitely engage with them because that's, you know, the conversation doesn't exclude big corporations because they've been bad in the past. If they're wanting to become sustainable in the future, I want to welcome to, them into this tent as quickly as possible because the power to change for, if Amazon wants to shop sustainably, it's going to move a lot of businesses that direction. And we really need to, you know, promote that type of movement. I agree. When the pandemic first hit, online shopping skyrocketed. And I was like, oh no, like I, I get it. And I was forced into it because we were quarantined. And at that point in time, I just had a baby. So I had a newborn and I was really terrified of getting the virus and giving it to my baby. So we were unfortunately shopping online. If I'm a sustainably conscious person and I'm shopping online for every little thing, cause I have to, I know everybody else is and Amazon has skyrocketed out the wazoo. But I am glad that they recognize that their sustainability initiatives needed to become a stronger forefront because they were starting to get a bad rap. And so they have been making strides at becoming more sustainable, like doing this climate friendly pledge. And now they're working on getting a big electric fleet. I don't know if that has happened yet or not, but I know that they're working on it. So I, I agree with you on terms of that. I give them mad props for trying. There's, you can't move, you know, it's, it's steps, baby steps at first. And then eventually they, you know, maybe one day Amazon's net zero. And that's the, you know, I mean, not maybe one day Amazon will be net zero. And that's, that's when we can all, you know, have a party because we, you know, the biggest retail, you know, the biggest online retailer is moving that direction. So whatever you can do, I mean, I would say, you know, cause we currently don't work on Amazon, use it because it will help you at least till we get there. Um, and at least then you are supporting sustainable products there. When we get there, maybe use ours before theirs. <laughs> that's my personal interest. Um, use us for restaurants. And when we do get onto Amazon, use us because personally, I would really appreciate that. But again, if, as I said at the beginning of, you know, talking about this, my goal is not for me to win or Amazon to win. My goal is for sustainable shopping to win. If that means that ethics succeeds, great. If that means that what Amazon does, great. The goal is that sustainable shopping should just be as easy as everything else. That is very well said. I think it'd be very important to let the listeners know when it comes to getting this web browser, do we have to purchase it? Our goal is we want everyone to be able to shop sustainable. So our product is free and it will always be free. We are a nonprofit. So if you support our mission, we would really appreciate donations at this point. We are trying to move away from that method, but we will never charge for ethic. Our goal is that no matter how much you make, you should be able to shop sustainably. So we're never going to charge. Now that does mean sometimes we might have other ways of making money, um, but we will never, it will always be free and available for anyone. And you can learn more about the way we make money. If you go to our website, we have a little page on that. Again, I believe in real, you know, when it comes to transparency, I believe it may be more transparency than is good. <laughs> I think it's better to be on the, the that side of the spectrum than being really private. So we tell you who our partners are. We tell you how we make money. We tell you how we use your, our data. Um, so we do collect some data. It's not personally identifiable. So I can't tell, oh, Kaylin, that's your data. Nope. It's just all our user data. It's basically to figure out, okay, what websites do users care about? Um, we're not actually looking at what are you shopping or anything. It's just, okay, you went to Yelp or you went to Amazon. Um, it's just helping us figure out, okay, what are the best websites to go on next? Uh, so I should have probably said that at the beginning, but we are transparent about everything and we will continue to be that way because I believe just like transparency and sustainability is important, transparency and everything is important. And so we are all about transparency. And so, yeah, the app's free. We'll never have to pay for it. Um, and we are a nonprofit. So our goal isn't to make boatloads of money and stick it in shareholders' pockets. Our goal is to make shopping sustainably really, really easy. That is wonderful to hear. Very good. I have one last question for you. You'd mentioned if people use the web browser extension and it's not available on a website or platform that they use commonly to let you know, to give you feedback. What is the best way to do that? 
I will say the best way is if, again, you go to epic.org. Um, I'm actually looking the website up here to make sure I tell you the exact right instructions and you go to contact and we have a, a form there to fill out. We also have two emails. So you can fill out the form, but also you can email us at feedback at protectus.org. Feedback, F-E-E-D-B-A-C-K, just making sure, and protect us, which is P-R-O-T-E-C-T slash us.org. Um, just so understanding, I mean, we've been talking about Epic and y'all and I said protect us. So Epic is the product name, protect us is our organization. Uh, we use the idea of oh, the goal is to protect all of us. Um, so that's where the name came from. Um, and you can reach out to us at that email. We also have info at protectus.org if you want to reach us there. There are plenty of ways if you go to our website and go to the contact page to reach us. I would love for you to reach out, even if you know, you're just excited to use it, please reach out to me and say, hey, I just heard this on you know, starting sustainability and I can't wait to try it out. I would love that feedback. It will make, it'll make my day. Let me just say that. Even if it's just one person, it will make my day. Um, that one person is using our tool to make it easier to shop and uh, sustainably online. Um, but yeah, I would love for people to reach out to us to learn more. Um, our website has this, you know has a lot of information on it, but doesn't have everything um, because that would be a pretty big website. Um, so yeah, you can go there, ethic.org and go to our contact page. Is there any other social media that people can utilize to get a hold of Ethic or to follow along or even for Protect Us? Yeah. I mean, so there are separate social medias for both the organization and the product. I will say we don't really use the organization social media often. We really focus on Ethic, which is what we're really doing right now. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're really mostly on Instagram just because it's easiest to share Kayanta. That's actually appealing. And, you know, we post a couple times a week about, you know, where, you know, if we launch with a new partner, you'll find it there, but you'll see if we add a new website, it's there. Uh, we also do some, you know, just general sustainability posts on our social media. So even if, you know, ethic maybe doesn't appeal to you, we also share about sustainability news on there. So yeah, I would say those are all the greatest places. Instagram is the best place to follow us, but Facebook and Twitter are also great places to go. And Instagram, it's just ethic, E-T-H-Y-K. Yes. If you can't find it with us, we didn't get the ethic name. Someone came before us, unfortunately. Um, if you can't find that, you, that doesn't for some reason show it up. I think we are the biggest ethic name, so that should find it. Um, ethic underscore app is the full official name. Um, so that will definitely find it, but ethic should find it as well. In any of our websites, I think Facebook is ethic five. Again, for some reason, ethic was not available, um, but we are all there. But if you search ethic, we are usually the biggest page with that specific name. Um, sometimes you'll get ethyl, the chemical compound, which I always find funny. Um, <laughs> nothing related to us, but if you say <laughs> ethic instead of ethyl, you will find us. Okay. <laughs> you said ethyl and your brain went to chemical compound and my brain went to I love Lucy and ethyl was her best friend. <laughs> well, Austin, at the end of my interviews, I like to play a game with my guest, which is you. <laughs> Are you ready to play a game? Let's hope so. <laughs> okay so the game that we're going to play is called name five have you heard of this game before i've heard it on the radio a few times okay all right i have a timer here on my phone so you have 10 seconds to name five of the things related to the topic okay so we've got three rounds i'm sure you're gonna rock start okay are you ready name five fruits go apples pears bananas grapes strawberries Whoa, you did that. You have six seconds to spare. It's a good thing I love fruit. <laughs> basically what I eat. I mean, I, I, anybody who knows me, I, I eat basically like three times the normal amount of fruit. So I, I could keep going. That's the issue. All right. Okay. So that was a good warm up. Okay. Round two. We're going to make a little bit more challenging. Are you ready? Name five dinosaurs. 
T-Rex, Stegosaurus, Pterodactyl. And I have not watched enough dinosaur movies. Ah, uh, no, you didn't quite make it. It's different when you have the pressure on you. Don't worry, now I have an excuse to watch Jurassic Park this weekend. I think there's like five of those now. So whichever one you feel like. Okay, round three, third and final round. Name five superheroes. Batman, Aquaman, Superman, Superwoman, um, Hulk. Three seconds left. Good job. (laughs) Not as hard as the dinosaurs, but harder than the fruit. (laughs) You did excellent. (laughs) You did very well. (laughs) Good job. All right. Are there any last words that you want to say to the listeners before we hang up? I just want to say thank you for having us on. Um, You know, anyone who's willing to spread the word of ethic, I'm really thankful for Hopefully your users really, I mean, your listeners really, you know, enjoy ethic, but I just want to say thank you for listening to me rambling on about ethic. (laughs) It's been a pleasure. And thank you very much for reaching out to me and sharing with all of our listeners, all the wonderful, amazing things that you're doing. And you have a really good, pure heart. And I'm glad that you're doing this for the right reasons. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Take care. (laughs) Bye. Thank you again, Austin, for all your hard work and best of luck with tackling this gigantic project. We definitely need it in this world. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For more information, go to ethicethyk.com or you can go to startingsustainability.com for more information. To stay up to date with the latest interviews and information and, and the sustainable chit chat that we have going on, check out our Instagram starting underscore sustainability and our Facebook group starting sustainability and our Facebook page starting sustainability. Hopefully that's easy for you to remember. (laughs) She said with sarcasm. I hope everybody learned something wonderful today. Please go and check out ethic.com and install that web browser application to make it easier for sustainable shopping. It's a one-stop shop. It's a great idea. It's so simple. It's a very easy way to make that little check mark of accomplishment on your New Year's bucket list to live more sustainably this year. Continue to stay sustainable, Sustainer Nation, and I will talk to everybody again next week. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.